0: Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatirahs and khutbahs all from our new campus, alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakum Allah khairan for listening.
1: So alhamdulillah um, This uh, today's fast that we completed at Maghrib time Was the 17th fast of the month of Ramadan The 17th of Ramadan is a very uh, historic day In the history of this ummah um, it is a very remarkable day from the life of the Prophet It is the day of the Battle of Badr. The Battle of Badr, as we know of course, is the, maybe the most uh, remarkable victory in human history. Um, it was a very powerful moment in the life of the Prophet And it was a turning point. It was a turning point for this entire ummah. And so we felt that it would be appropriate to commemorate this particular day by learning about what exactly transpired on that day. And reviving the legacy, the seerah, of the Prophet ﷺ, by reviewing the lesson about the Battle of Badr. And so um, oftentimes we've had, maybe like a separate program during the daytime, but understanding that, you know, the days of Ramadan can be a little bit challenging and people have a lot of different things going on. And so we decided that we would take a little bit of a longer break here after eight raka'at. We usually stop for about 10-12 minutes. to have a reminder. Uh, but we would take a little bit of a longer break and we would go through and talk about the battle of Badr. Now, the Battle of Badr is a very profound event. And it's a very detailed study. I'm, I don't recall off the top of my head the exact number of sessions. I don't recall. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> of course that's going to happen. Okay. I don't recall off the top of my head um, exactly how many sessions we covered it in. But in the Sira podcast where we went through the Sira, the life of the Prophet Wasallam, in great detail, I believe we covered the Battle of Badr in at least five to six Hours worth of study. Five or six sessions which equals almost six hours of lecture. So there's a lot to cover that we're not going to achieve in 15-20 minutes. However, there's something that's a very interesting way to be able to understand the moral of the story and be able to get the gist of what happened at Badr and really uh, derive the benefit of the battle of Badr and that is if you go too directly to the verses of the Quran that talk about the of Badr, it's a very powerful way to be able to understand what exactly happened. And there's just a little kind of a side note for the students of knowledge that um, amongst the scholars and you know of the past, the scholars of tafsir, the scholars of Sirah, the scholars of Hadith, um, there's a few. Beginning all the way with Imam Bukhari تعالى, who really intertwined and were able to interweave the verses of the Qur'an and the sirah and really able to tie it together. And furthermore, this approach was really refined by none other than Imam Ibn Kathir. And so when you study the work of Imam Ibn Kathir, whether it's his Tafsir, tafsir Al-Qur'an Al-Azim, or it's his work on the Seerah from al wa al nihaya he does a really remarkable job of really connecting the Qur'an with the narrative of the Seerah together so that one can derive full benefit from it. So insha'Allah, uh, what we're going to do here today is uh, we're going to go through some of these verses We put them up on the screen so that you're able to follow along. If anyone has a device where they'd like to follow along as well, uh, we are in Surah Al-Anfal, Surah number 8. And uh, we'll be starting from verse number 7, insha'Allah. So um, if you're wondering, you know, why is there a random person sitting next to me? Um, Did he get lost, right? Did he just wander up here and just sit down? No, none of those things. Um, this is, mashallah, one of our students at the seminary, uh, Hafid Amin Ata, mashallah, from Milwaukee. Um, so, uh, as a Hafid and a reciter of the Quran, inshallah, he's going to be reciting uh, the verses uh, and then we'll be talking about what we find within those verses, inshallah. So, say
0: inshallah. inshallah. Teach him everything. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وإذ يعدكم الله إحدى الطائفتين أنها لكم وتودون وتودون أن غير ذات الشوكة تكون لكم ويريد الله in this particular ayah,
1: Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us what exactly happened, the backstory. There was a trade caravan of the Quraysh carrying a lot of goods, and this was kind of their investment into their war fund. They were trying to make a lot of profit so that they could build a war chest with which they would attack Medina. And the Muslims, the Prophet and the Muslims left Medina, they came out of Medina to intercept the caravan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when Allah promised you that you would run into one of two groups, either you will catch the caravan or you will meet the army that will come to save the caravan. You of course wanted to catch the caravan, right? Because غير that is Shoka Shoka means the sharp edge of the sword. You didn't want to face the sword. So you said that you hoped to catch the caravan, but Allah had other plans. You left Medina wanting to catch a caravan, but Allah had other plans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to make the truth clear. He wanted to destroy the falsehood. And Allah wanted to use you for that purpose. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you miss the caravan and have to face the army.
0: Go ahead. (laughs) إِذْ <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something so remarkable here. Allah decreed,
1: Allah wanted to help you. Right? When you asked Allah for His help and His assistance, Allah answered your prayer. When did they ask for Allah's help and assistance? So the battle of Badr, The night before it, there was a tent that was pitched for the Prophet ﷺ. Where that tent was pitched, there is a masjid built on that place today. In fact, just a month ago, we were literally standing there at that masjid. It's called Masjid Al-Arish. And the Prophet ﷺ's tent was there. And the whole night before Badr, the Prophet ﷺ sat on his knees Prophet at this point in time is in his mid-fifties. He's 55 years old. He sat on his knees the whole night. And he had his arms like this above his head. And he said, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, please help them, Ya Save them, O oh Allah. Don't let them perish, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, if you let them perish, there will be no one left on the face of this earth to worship you properly, O oh Allah. Please help them all. And he cried like this all night long. Someone so told that Abu Bakr As siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu walked in and saw the Prophet His shawl that he was wearing had fallen off of his shoulders. His beard and his chest was wet with his tears. And Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu picked up the shawl of the Prophet He put it on his shoulders and then he kind of embraced him, hugged him from the back. Like calming someone. And he said Allah has answered your prayer Allah has answered your prayer There's no way Allah would not answer your prayer So the Prophet Spent that whole night Begging and crying and pleading And Allah said that Allah answered your prayer And Allah said that I will help you By sending down A thousand angels One after another after another Like in waves Angels coming down from the heavens In waves
0: Continue وَمَا جَعَلَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَّا بُشْرًا وَلِيْتَطُمَئِنَّ بِهِ قُلُوبُكُمْ وَمَن نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِيْدِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزِيزٌ حَكِيمٌ SubhanAllah, and
1: this is what's very important to remember. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah granted you this victory. Why? So that this would be a glad tiding a good news, a confirmation of good, a reassurance from Allah for the generations of generations and generations of believers that will come after you, that they will all be able to look back at the day of Badr, at the battle, at the battle of Badr, and they will know for a fact that when Allah is on your side, then everything will be all right. If you have Allah with you, you have everything. And when you don't have Allah on your side, you can have the greatest army, you can have the greatest weaponry, you can have the greatest resources and the most extensive armory and supplies. And yet you will face, you will be a failure. And you will face defeat. bihi And Allah strengthened your hearts in that moment. The Sahaba They're the most amazing generation of believers The companions of the Prophet They never doubted It's not like they had doubts before this But still They had been beaten down For 15 years Right? If if somebody looks at us the wrong way For 15 seconds We get bent out of shape If somebody Kind of tells us You know, kind of gets on our case for 15 minutes That's it Right, That's worse than death. Can you imagine the Sahaba were tortured, tormented, oppressed, mocked, ridiculed, chased, hunted, killed for 15 years. They didn't have any doubt. But they were carrying a lot of wounds. They were carrying a lot of those bruises. So their shoulders were hunched over a little, right? Their backs were were, were, were weighed down a little. And when the Battle of Badr happened, it lifted them. It kind of allowed them to straighten their shoulders. You know, kind of stretch out their chest a little. And gain that little bit of that, that confidence. You know, we call it swagger. Right? Get that little swagger in their step. To be able to say, we are on the truth. عَلَى الْحَقِّ وَهُمْ عَلَى We are on the truth. They are on the falsehood. And so the very powerful moment, And help. Help only comes from Allah. إِنَّ hakim, And indeed Allah is dominant And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most wise. And how did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help them? We'll take a look at just um, a couple of more ayats. And uh, then we'll transition to Surah uh, Ali Imran. And look at a couple of ayats over there.
0: If you and you الشيطان ويذهب a رجز الشيطان This is a help from Allah Subhanahu wa
1: ta'ala. I wanted to... The the point is pretty much covered at the end of ayah number 10, but I wanted to read a couple of more of these ayats so that we can actually understand that when we talk about Allah's help being so miraculous and remarkable, understand what that means. That He overwhelmed you with drowsiness. Meaning the Sahaba were in the battlefield, and they dozed off, standing up. I know many of you have that mastered as well, but that's different. <laughs> Very different. Okay? In the battlefield, a Sahabi says, I'm standing there, and I drop my sword, and I'm like, that's weird. And I reach down and pick it up, and I get ready to fight. And then next thing you know, I drop my sword again, and it kind of jars me awake. And I'm like, what is happening? And I reached out and pick it up and he said, I dropped my sword three times. And after that, I finally said, forget it. <laughs> this is not meant to be. I always share this little kind of tidbit because it makes me laugh. Um, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, anhu, great companion of the Prophet wasallam, He was there in the battlefield of Badr that day. And later on, decades later, he's in Kufa, in Iraq. Right? And he's teaching. There's a lesson, a class going on. He's teaching Quran and Hadith. And there's a student sitting in the front doing this, right? So he tells him, he wakes him up. He says, wake up, what are you doing? Sitting in class, what are you doing? And so he says, oh, Shaykh, sorry, Sakina. <laughs> right? It's tranquility coming down, peace, tranquility. Quran, Tranquility, right? And Abdullah bin Masood the ta'ala anhu says, What? Huh? He says, tranquility? He says, let me tell you what tranquility is. Tranquility, peace from Allah, is when you fall asleep in the battlefield. When there's an enemy that outnumbers you three to one, standing across from you, with their swords pointed at you, getting ready to murder you, and then you start dozing off. That's called tranquility. What you're doing is called khafla. <laughs> what you're doing is called you know heedlessness. Right? You're 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 unaware. You're not paying attention. You're being neglectful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put them to sleep in the battlefield. Not only that, we've been to the those who maybe some, some of the brothers and sisters here who've been with us there to the battlefield of Badr. It's the desert. So the dust is kinda kicking up everywhere. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it like a little bit of moisture coming down, not quite raining, but just like a light drizzle, a light sprinkle, enough to keep the dust down on the ground and to lower the temperature a few degrees, five, ten degrees, to make them comfortable. Because when you take a nap, you wanna be comfortable. SubhanAllah. Allah gave them a nap and made them comfortable. And Allah removed, shaitan tries to make you panic. Allah shut shaitan out. And he strengthened their hearts. And Allah made their
0: feet firm. Go ahead. anni amanu?
1: And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down those thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels down into the battlefield. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told them that I am with you. And He told them that make sure you go and support the believers. The angels are there to support the believers. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I will put fear into the hearts of the enemies of the Muslims. And then Allah told the angels, and this part's a little frightening. Allah told the angels, strike them on their necks and strike them on their hands. And it wasn't many. It was just a few dozen. But the angels came down, the front row or two, struck their necks, struck their hands, and then gave everyone else the chance to turn and run. And that's exactly what happened at the Battle of Badr. That about, you know, uh, 70 some odd were killed, the first row or two, the next row or two were captured, taken as prisoners of war, tied up by the angels, and the rest turned and fled. And that was the victory from Allah, and Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala says, why did things play out this way?
0: ذَٰلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ الْعِقَابِ SubhanAllah,
1: like we read Allah's mercy, and Allah's help, and Allah's facilitation, and Allah's kindness, and Allah's generosity with the believers, but there is a flip side to this. And the flip side to this is, these people were dealt with so severely because they opposed, they defied, they dared to try to even defy Allah and His Messenger And whoever would will ever try or even think of opposing and defying Allah and His Messenger, then they should look back at this moment and this lesson and remember that Allah is very severe and harsh in dealing with such people. We'll switch over to, inshallah, um, Surah Al-Hammar.
0: I pray okay. for Allah from the Lord and if you came from your people you will bring the believers the
1: so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is reminding the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that it starts off by talking about the Battle of Uhud when you had to leave your family and you had to go and post the believers at all their stations at the Battle of Uhud and remember that Allah is all-seeing and all-knowing. Oh, sorry,
0: start from my number 123, This summarizes everything. وَأَنْتُمْ adilla.
1: You were few in number. The translator is being very polite. You were few in number. This can also be translated as You were weak. أَنْتُمْ You were weak. But Allah helped you. At the place of brother. So always be mindful of Allah and develop that sense of gratitude to Allah. Now, how did Allah help you? Look at how powerfully this lays this
0: out. <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that
1: when the Prophet ﷺ went to the believers and he says, is it sufficient for you that Allah your Lord will help you by sending down 3,000 angels from the sky. Because the believers obviously are looking across at this huge army armed to the teeth and there's some apprehension. It's natural. They're human. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no, no, no. Worry not my friends. Allah is sending down 3,000 angels. So the disbelievers outnumbered the Muslims 3 to 1. There were about almost a 1,000 of them. So that's why Allah said, He will send 3,000, He will make the angels outnumber them 3 to 1. He will completely flip the odds in your favor. Continue.
0: Bala itasbiru, what at the cool way atuku, me fauri him, hada yumdidikum, rubbukum, yumdidikum, rubbukum, me khamsati alafim, minal bela ekati mustowim.
1: And if you remain patient and you remain devoted and dedicated to Allah, then Allah fa'in way atuku, me fauri him, hada. And this enemy will come forth to attack you. Your Lord will further aid you by sending 5,000 angels from the sky, carrying banners and flags, representing the help and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So go forth and don't fear what you see, but remember what you
0: believe in. Wamaja, who illa bushra lekum, a little ma in a polu, who come be woman, no so illa in ail, woman, no so illa in ail, in ail, And again,
1: the same verse that we read earlier, similarly, Allah says, All of this happened illa bushra lekum that this was to reaffirm you in your faith and to strengthen your heart, to give you that peace and tranquility and satisfaction that you are upon the truth. And always remember, there's no victory, there's no help, there's no aid that can come from anyone anywhere or anyone except from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Al-Aziz, Al-Hakim. With that inshallah we'll conclude. And as a final word on this, in another place in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it's not even the whole ayah, it's a part of an ayah, but it captures the essence of the Battle of Badr so powerfully and so well. Imam Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala mentions this in Sahih Bukhari in a narration that the essence of the Battle of Badr can be captured from the ayah where Allah says, Come min fi'atin khalilatin. Come min fi'atin khalilatin. How many small little groups of devout, dedicated, righteous, believing, good people, how many of these small, humble groups of devoted and dedicated people have dominated, have defeated, and have, have overcome huge armies? That far outnumbered them and outweighed them. But they were able to overcome them by the permission of Allah. Because everyone's heard this expression, right? Strength in numbers. People usually think that's a really fascinating idea. Strength in numbers. Wisdom. Ooh, strength in numbers. No, absolutely not. We don't believe in strength in numbers. We believe in strength in faith. Our strength is our iman. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us on the day of Badr. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the ability to be able to draw inspiration from the Badr-Badr. Amen. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raise amongst us and amongst our children, amongst our future generations, similar strong believers that can lead the Ummah for world. Rabbil Alamin, wa bihamdihi, subhanakallahim bihamdik, nashhadu wa la <laughs> ilaha illa anta, nassafrika wa